Welcome to the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and the founder of Catani Capital Group. For the last two years, I've been studying alternative assets and now help solve the problem of creating passive cash flow for creators, influencers, and busy professionals by bringing you five episodes a week of easy to understand education in the world of passive investing. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Friday Follow Up here on the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani. We've made it through another week. We are trudging right along, and uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, you guys have big plans this weekend. I am headed to uh, Clearwater, Florida, and we're doing the official offsite for uh, Sunrise annual meeting. So I will be there uh, all next week because I'm actually going – I'm flying to flying to Clearwater. I'm in Clearwater from – uh, Sunday to Wednesday, and then I'm renting a car and driving to Tallahassee to visit my big brother who uh, lives in Tallahassee. So I'm excited for that. Um, and we are blasting right through December, which is what our topic is going to be about today. Uh, before we get to that, I do want to preface I'm not a CPA, attorney, financial advisor. So the following is uh, is merely meant to be educational, and uh, please do not take any of it as advice. With that, I'm excited today because today we're going to talk about we're not going to talk about taxes directly. Um, these are obviously shorter episodes, just a trend that you know. For those of you that are newer to finance, first of all, if you're listening for the first time, thank you. We're grateful that you're here. Um, but it's a topic that matters this time of year and uh, just a trend that happens amongst the wealthy, ultra wealthy, those who are conscious of, of finances and investing as a whole. Uh, and part of that has to do with taxes, hence the uh, disclaimer. Uh, but before we get to that, I am using new software, which is going to allow me to ramp up my social media, which I'm very excited about. So follow me on social media at Johnny Katani, J-O-N-N-Y-C-A-T-T-A-N-I. That is all my handles. Uh, I'm most active on Instagram, LinkedIn, and uh, because of how much simpler it'll be to make reels or just you know long form technically short form video, but in the reels format, uh, I'll also be posting on TikTok. So you can follow me on TikTok there as well. And also on Facebook. So very excited about that, but okay. Without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, because I don't want to go super long today. We'll try to stick 10 to 12 minutes. And what's also great about the new software I'm using, I have an actual like timer. And so I can see exactly how long it's been. Zoom does not have that, which is a very fascinating which is interesting in my mind. But anyways, let's get into it. All right. So maybe it does. And if it does, and I've just never seen it, uh, please, please don't think I'm, I lack intelligence. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not as observant as I think I am. Okay. So let's get into it. Um, all right. So what does December and end of the year have to do with taxes? Well, what's basically, you know, we obviously have Thanksgiving, then we have Christmas, then we have New Year's, right? And then there's kind of those like President's Day and 
and I believe Martin Luther King Day. But the real season that is Q1 is really tax season, right? And getting ready to do your taxes. Now, for those of you that uh, that are investors and have been investors for a long time, those that are experienced, you know, sophisticated investors, you know that you're pretty much filing an extension. And I've been filing an extension for probably six years now. Let's see how long. Yeah, about six years since I've been in really got into finance since I was a stockbroker. I, I believe I've been filing an extension and, you know, and ultimately the reason that is, is because when you're an investor, especially a passive investor, you own a business, whatever it is, you're, you're always waiting on a K one. And especially when you get in these big syndications, the K ones usually take a while. And so by the time, you know, and imagine you're in 10, 15, I mean, 50 different syndications, right? hundred different syndications. You're waiting on a lot of K-1s, right? And they're not all going to come on time. So naturally, you just file an extension. It makes it a lot easier, right? Gives you basically the whole year. You have till September, I believe. No, uh, sorry, October as a, uh, for your personal. And I believe it's September for business, Learn that this year. And so, so in order to, and obviously, which year, you know, in terms of taxes, you're preparing your 2023 taxes, right? So the reason that this year, uh, this time of year matters and the conversation I'm having most with investors is about taxes, right? Because they're getting ready to, you know, the year comes to an end and that's it, right? Any move you make starting January 1 is then goes towards 2024. So now what's happening is the wealthy, ultra wealthy, those who are very conscious of their finances and investing and, and their wealth, ultimately, they are getting with their CPAs now to determine, you know, what their income is going to look like, right? Gathering as much information as possible to understand what their potential tax liability is going to be or, or lack thereof, which we'll get into. So ultimately what they're going to do, start doing now is start moving money around, right? So, you know, end of year investments, Currently at Sunrise, we're raising right now uh, for a large multi or large mobile home park. Uh, it's the first asset of the fund, and we're raising money. And the conversation with investors is, you know, what is you know their one of their first question is what is the depreciation or the the tax essentially. For those that are new, uh, hopefully you understand the word depreciation and what a depreciate, you know, think of a depreciating asset or a car depreciates, right? Meaning it drops in value over time. Well, this is the very Reader's Digest version, the short elevator pitch. Basically, what you can do is you can depreciate, you know, all of the homes and everything on the property. You can't depreciate raw land, but basically anything that's 
a building and the sewage and the electrical and all that stuff uh, gets depreciated and then shows as a loss to the company, right? The LLC that, that owns it. And that loss can be passed down to the past investors, which is why past investing is such a powerful opportunity for, especially if you're a high income earner, because, you know, you can keep working and you can begin to build up passive income and, you know, have passive losses. And I'm not going to get deep into the weeds on taxes right now. I just want to talk about the trend. Um, I'll do a tax episode and, and, you know, all of the, well, I shouldn't say all of it. It's probably going to end up being a two-parter because there's a lot that goes into it. But anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked. So ultimately what's happening now is a lot of money movement, right? So when I was a stockbroker, what would be happening a lot this time of year is what we call farming for losses. So if you have a lot, a big capital gain liability, maybe you sold a business or, you know, sold investment property, right? You can, or for or you know in in the stock market right you've got a big capital gain you sold a big position this year for a big gain well what you'll do this time of year is you'll go in and there's a, there's a couple things you can do you can uh if there's a position that's a loss right and a lot of times people will have to in order to diversify a strong portfolio will have a hedge. And when most of the market is doing well, right, what we call a counter cyclical, what we call a counter cyclical stock, essentially a stock that moves counter to the, the rest of the market, right? So the tech sector is up. Well, there's another sector that's, that's down right now, right? And I can't really think off the top of my head what somewhere, one was like utilities, uh, there were a few others and essentially it, it would, you know, typically somewhere there would be a loss, right? Because the, the positions are inverse, uh, not at 50, 50, but essentially you're, you're always going to have typically always going to have something in there, uh, that you can sell and, and take a loss. Right. And that'll go against, you know, any capital gains in the stock market. I'm not going to get into the weeds on, on that stuff. The other thing you would see a lot are charitable contributions. So you can actually contribute stock. So you don't have to sell it as cash. You can contribute as a, contribute it as stock. The large, uh, the large nonprofits will have accounts at brokerages where they will accept stock contribution, and then the value is basically whatever. It's typically whatever it closed at on the day it was contributed. That's the strike for it, right? So, you know, let's say Apple close, you know, you donate, you know, 100 shares of Apple, right? And it was trading on $100. So it's a $10,000 contribution, right? Easy math. And, you know, but you would see that to the, you know, to well into the six figures, and, you know, so stuff like that, you know, 30, 50,000, $100,000 stock contributions, you know, farming massive losses. And so ultimately what I'm getting at to kind of round it all out is a lot of money is moving around right now. And for good reason, there's, you know, a method to the madness. 
So, you know, you're getting a lot of people who are interested in making end of the year investments and understanding what that's how that's going to affect their, their tax liability. And there are certain things you can do when investing in real estate to, you know, ultimately, really ultimately reduce, mitigate your tax liability, tax burden down to, you know, potentially being owed money. Ultimately, I've seen it happen, you know, big, massive losses, right? What we call paper losses, where because of the depreciation, you know, other variables, depending on what it is, but we'll just use real estate because of the depreciation of the assets you invest in, you know, you're getting, you know, right now we're, we're projecting at sunrise. And again, guys, I'm not a CPA, right? Uh, this is just a projection, but projecting somewhere in, you know, if you invest a hundred thousand dollars into fund four, somewhere about a $60,000 paper loss. So, you know, ultimately you're only liable for, you know, $40,000, but imagine, you know, you invest in other things and all of a sudden you got hundreds of thousands of dollars in paper losses and Oh, by the way, it can carry over. So if you don't use the full loss, it can carry over. So you think of years where you invest and don't have big capital gains that need to be offset. Well, you know, you can build up these losses. And so you guys can start to see how for wealthy people, and, and I use wealthy, wealthy is subjective, right? To some people, it's a million dollar net worth. To some people, it's 10. To some people, it's 100. Some people, it's a billion, right? I mean, I think we'd all agree a billion is, is very wealthy. But the thing that I want to leave you guys with is the focus is not always making more money. Too many people want to focus on making more money. Don't get me wrong. That's a great focus to have. But another thing you should be thinking about is how to save the most money, how to keep the most money, right? And ultimately, how do you do that? That is done by mitigating your tax burden as best you can. And I promise you guys, there are ways to do it, very legal ways written right into the IRS tax code. And so I challenge those who are new to investing to understand that and to realize that you don't need to make a lot of money to build wealth. It's about figuring out how to keep it. That is ultimately how you can build wealth without having to go out and, you know, make hundreds of thousands of dollars in a year. So I leave you with that, guys. Something to think on for the weekend. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Have fun. And I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. All right. See you guys. Thank you again for tuning in. Who do you know that wants more cash flow? Share this episode with them so you can grow your cash flow together. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you're subscribed on your platform of choice so you never miss a new episode. Go to KataniCapitalGroup.com to learn more.